You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Danielle Roberts. Danielle, thanks so much for being with me today. Hey, thanks for having me. Danielle, we're going to talk about your show at Fredericks and Pfizer at, um, that's still up through the 25th. We're talking on the 21st of February. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk about these works. I, I saw the show, and I, I, I really love your work. And um, to begin with, the title of this particular show, which, which seems really fitting, is Evening All Day. Uh, was that your choice for the title? Do you want to talk about that title at all? Yeah, it was my choice. Um, I think I had just been, honestly, I've been like, going through piles of, of titles that I had written down in different sketchbooks for a long time. But um, I think with all of these paintings, like with a lot of my paintings, they're set at nighttime or at times that feel kind of ambiguous. Um, and it just kind of seemed to fit this sort of like suspended apprehension <laughs> that was kind of in all the paintings um, to have a title that kind of, I don't know, talked about like almost like a psychological space that's kind of stagnant or unchanging. Um, I like, but, yeah. yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, I like that. And, and um, so, so to talk about them, I, you know, there's, these are paintings from 2021 and 2022 that are throughout the show. Uh, so a lot of these are, are from the pandemic, it would seem, or, or influenced by the pandemic, or, or, or maybe not. Um, but that's what I wanted to ask you, starting with, you know, perhaps the painting uh, Love Me, Love Me Not, Insomnia Girl, 2021. This painting sort of sticks out from the rest uh, for a number of reasons to me. But in, in looking at that painting, um, yeah, can you tell me, does this relate to the pandemic or not? Is that is that my reach or is it about something else? I mean, that one... There's a little bit of an earlier one. I think that one's a 2021 painting. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was so much about the, like, directly related to the pandemic, but maybe, like, to the extent of this sort of kind of, like, longing for connection but not really being able to, like, understand or interpret what's really going on between you and someone else. I think with... I don't know, I, I guess I should only speak for myself, but things, the way we communicate now so often is through our phones or virtually, especially like for me coming from, I, I grew up in Canada, so I lived in, I've only been in New York for about four years and a lot of like my really close friends and family are still in Canada and like um, <clears throat> the first few years I lived in Canada, my partner at that time still lived there. Um, so I was having this relationship, uh, like a long distance relationship, which worked for a while, but when the pandemic hit, the border closed. Um, and I wasn't able to see my friends or family or my partner for a couple of years. So a lot of those things sort of fell apart. And I think that, um, I don't know, like the pandemic maybe just exaggerated <laughs> some of those, like, uh, or maybe exacerbated would be a better word, like kind of pushed the, um, I don't know, the breaking down of certain communications that maybe already were weak. <laughs> um, right, 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 yeah. 
So yeah. that's, that, that, that's true. That's true. And um, so this painting, to just jump further into this, this painting seems more almost symbolist than than the others um, in some ways. Um, this is a viewer that, that, unlike the rest of them, is looking directly at us with these kind of really intense eyes and um, holding some kind of... Uh, cushion or, or, or bandage or pad and um, yeah, these amazing colors. I mean, the palette is, is, is close to what we're going to be talking about in the rest, but, but, in, but very different painting than everything else in the show, isn't it? Or is that just me? Well, that one is a little bit, like I said, I think that one's from last year. It's actually not in this show, but it, I think it's a little different also because it's a bit of a self-por- self-portrait. <laughs> Um, and you know like like you said like it's a little more symbolic you know like the direct like the fiery red hair is sort of meant to be like a bit of this like fiery unstable kind of emotional state that I have been going through um and also I think just like I don't know in the last few years like I'm trying to like be more accepting of certain traits that I have (laughs) That maybe we're a little more fiery, um, and that kind of like red hair is sort of supposed to represent that. And I don't know, coming to terms with some, I don't know, it's like stepping into like feminine qualities that used to be sort of like looked down on. At least that's how I see it, you know, to be like over emotional or to be like too extreme or or to think everything had so much meaning, you know, like people have always like said that I had those qualities in a negative way. Um, so with that painting, I was kind of trying to flip it and kind of trying to like claim it as like a powerful thing, like, <laughs> you know, to be fiery and emotional maybe could be like a powerful thing and not a negative thing. I like that. Yeah. And and so, so right. That, that's an earlier painting that wasn't in the show. And then, um, the the later paintings um, or the most recent paintings that were in the show are ones like um, In the Morning Sun, right? I believe that was in the show. Um, I think that one actually was in a San Francisco show. I'm sorry. Was in the San no, that's okay. I've been looking through all of them. And Afterglow also, was that in the San Francisco show? I thought that, yes, I thought those are San Francisco ones. And and but this is all part of the same series, right? Um, that that's happening in San Francisco, and here they were painted at about the same time. Yeah, I've done a <laughs> I've had quite a lot going on in a short amount of time. Uh, the yeah, the San Francisco paintings that show was I think last I want to say May, um, and then anything from 2022. The whole show that's up at Fredrickson Fryser is all within the last year. So, so let's, let's talk about these, the works in the show. There's, there's one that, um, that I remember that was a particularly large canvas that's sort of an outdoor scene where there's a number of people talking mm-hmm. to each other. Um, in this one, I mean, because this is kind of like your signature palette in the, in, in the show, these kind of, you know, dark evenings but also figures that 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 have a certain kind of mood to them what what strikes me is these almost look like they're painted from 
from life, right? Some of them look like that inside bars or outside scenes, but, but they're not, right? These are painted from, from photographs, or, or how do you get these characters in here, or, or not? Are they painted not from images at all? The, the figures are usually not painted from, from images at all. Um, in this one specifically, they're not, or in the painting you're referring to specifically, there, there were no figures in reality, no photos. Um, they were all imagined. Um, the space itself, parts of it were uh, from a place that I ended up at, like on a trip last summer. Um, but I like collaged some other like drawing elements and like other buildings within the scene, and then. Um, I don't know. I, I just really wanted to have these, I mean, in, in the painting you're talking about, there's kind of three characters on the right. Um, and I just yeah, that really was, that was the, the idea. Skyways. It was, uh, I should have given you the title. That was the skyways heavy through the night is, is what that one was. Yes. Yeah. That's the one. Um, these three figures on the right. Um, I liked the idea of like, you know, like maybe these two women were discussing this guy who's about to come up and that kind of like dynamic between like a person and their best friend and then like the person that the, the third party that maybe they're dating, like it's, uh, I don't know, I, I wanted to kind of show that sort of like that trope that I feel like a lot of people can relate to and like you have to like kind of deal with your friend complaining about their partner and then their partner coming and the three of you hanging out. Like, it's such a kind of, like, familiar <laughs> um, dynamic that I, I don't know, really wanted to explore yeah. for some reason. So those figures, like, they, I have an idea of, like, who they might be from my life. Um, and to think of those people in my life as I'm painting them helps with, like, the construction of how they end up looking or, like, the vibe or the energy they have might relate to someone else. Like um, there was a, a painting I did a couple years ago. Um, I think it was called Two Sailing Wait um, of a figure of, of a bunch of people waiting for the ferry. Uh, the, the ferry I used to catch back and forth because I grew up near Vancouver Island. Um, but the central figure I painted from, you know, from my mind, but I had my friend uh, James kind of in the back of my mind and it's funny because once the painting kind of was released on like images were released I kept getting messages from people that I don't know I hadn't seen in like 10 years asking me if it was him or asking me if, like um, hmm. it was just funny because people could actually recognize who it was referencing even though there was no um, kind of like direct resemblance so yeah I kind of like that they can like still relate to people I know from my life, but not necessarily be directly uh, based off of them. So let's talk about some of those characters, because that sounds almost the way a novelist works, right? These kind of like, is that character me? Is that character based on me? And, you know, yeah. like fr friends could ask, right? And, and of course, maybe they are, maybe they're not, or they're a combination of things. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in, in paintings like um, Night Swim, you know, Algae Pool, which is one I like mm -hmm. for a number of reasons. But but these are characters, right? You know, it would be, you know, in a number of these situations, and sometimes they're titled, ironically, it would seem like, this is great, <laughs> this is a really fun scene or something, right? <laughs> Yet these people in the Night Swim look, you know, um, largely pretty dark, pretty unhappy. So do you yeah. see them as, as kind of like uh, characters in a novel, that you're creating these characters? And 
reusing them in different scenes. Um, I mean, I guess a lot, number of painters have done that, but is it being set up that way or, or, or no? I think, yeah, to some extent. Like, I like to imagine all of them fitting into this world that, that I've created and, like, the different stories and the realities of, like, what can happen inside that world. And, um, like, for example, I did a painting that had snow in it last year and I was kind of nervous about it and I asked a friend of mine and his response was like well you just have to decide like does it snow in your world um so (laughs) sometimes when I'm doing something like that I'll I'll think of like okay well how do these people fit in and maybe they'll reappear like is this person gonna like reappear in a different painting or um yeah so I, I think that I definitely do set it up like that and it's like I listened to um, it's uh, that podcast, the, the New Yorker fiction podcast, and I love that one because they they'll read a short story from the New Yorker, like something that was published, and then afterwards they kind of break it down, like they break down like the different characters in the story and what maybe the writer was thinking, and I love hearing about that and like how they decipher like what a different character would do in different situations and that's sort of like I don't know like building up of an internal state that like could even like lead to how the person might act in a different situation versus like another person so I do kind of think of it in that narrative sense that maybe a writer might work um but I guess these are more they're still right still images but um yeah, I like to imagine a whole story around each of them. Well, that's how it feels, that there's not just a story around each one, but that there's, as your friend said about snowing, that there's a world that they inhabit, right? And, and in, in the case of this show, it's a world of, I mean, evening all day, it's, it's a world that's, that's dark, literally. Um, you yeah. know, and the, and, the, and, the, and the faces often look dark or you know, brooding or, or something that there's, that there's something going on there. So these characters do seem to be part of like a narrative, like you're saying, you know, and, 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 you know, I was talking before a little bit about the pandemic and you were talking about relationships. So, you know, in, in a painting like Adrift, which is um, a pretty large painting also in the show. And these are two characters at a table, which look like they're communicating, but perhaps, yeah, they very much are adrift. And, um, and so, you know, to talk about these two in this painting for a second, because I love this painting. I love, like, the space in it that you're going so far back, but also uh, these characters that, like, we've all seen before or, or, or been, you know, perhaps. And mm-hmm. um, so are these recurring characters or do these characters stand for something specific to you? I mean, I I think in the last few months especially, like, for quite a while I had been sort of dealing with more like empty spaces and spaces without figures um, and people in a much more kind of detached way. But I kind of became interested in like, well, could I show people being separated while they're together or that kind of like detachment or kind of like lack of ability to make a connection while they're clearly meant to be together or while they are together? So I think like this painting for me is kind of about that, again, like a a tension that comes from like wanting so badly to connect, but they're just being like a broken connection and just a kind of like inability 
to, I don't know, I guess to like find this sort of like closeness even when it's like right in front of them or like there's like the potential but there's just a disconnect. And, and, and let's talk about the palette, like especially in that one, but really in all of them. Um, this is almost like, like, like day glow, right? The colors are really intense. Um, it's not a color. Like I think we've all experienced like parts of these colors, but this isn't how we see people, right? These are, or, or it's not how I see people, right? Or haven't been to a bar that was quite like this, uh, but close. Mm-hmm. But the colors here, which are really kind of fascinating and seem to be kind of a hallmark of your work, uh, all the purples are, are, are maybe drawn from the idea of shadows or that shadow world. But, yeah, can you speak a little bit about this palette? Because it's, it's what sticks out immediately, right? And it's, and it's jarring mm-hmm. and it's exciting and, um, and it pulls you into this world that's, um, that's a little sad, too. You know, it's, it's kind of fantastic looking and like, wow, let's sort of have fun, you know. And, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the world itself is, is quite a bit different. You know, it's almost... I don't want to say like a carnival, but it's it's the colors are exciting. It seems like they're meant to sort of, in some ways, stimulate. But when they're on these characters too, it's it it lends a completely different feeling. They feel like they're all in this film together, playing certain characters. So, so yeah, just to speak to that palette, you could speak with it in in a drift or or in general. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> color is probably sort of obviously an obsession of mine um and I think color is just like it's such a gateway to like a to a psychological state to feeling to uh to like an ex you know like I I just think that like they even say scientifically oh if you see red it makes people hungry it's like color is a way to kind of instigate a certain mood um, and especially with light in spaces we go in reality but within these paintings like I'm really interested in what I mean I, I like that you said it seems dark but it also seems really like fantastical or um, exciting right. and that's something like I like the idea that something that maybe seems so dark can actually be very bright or something that seems so bright and happy can actually be quite dark. Um, And I think that's part of the sort of psychological experience or like turmoil of some of the characters or what they're experiencing is how do you navigate the world that's that's sort of more than one thing at a time. Um, And yeah, like how do you sort of find comfort in something that's chaotic or, you know, find happiness in something that's dark or find stability in something like unknown or uncertain. So I think that I like, I hope at least that through the use of these colors and this way that play off of each other that are like kind of jarring to have, like you said, like a day glow color against something quite dark can make them sort of pop and glow and like radiate and can pull you in in a way that's sort of attractive but then at the same time once you see what's going on or the kind of discomfort might kind of like I don't know relate back to the overall sort of narrative or 
psychological experience that I'm thinking about for the figures. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's clear. That's clear. It's a well, really cool show, and it's great talking to you about this work. And, um, I mean, congratulations on both shows. This one is still up for a few more days, and I'm sure works can be seen at the gallery after that. So um, I want to ask you one more question, though. What are you, a little off topic, what are you reading at the moment? Right now, I'm reading this uh, Lucy Lepard book that's actually fiction called I See You Mean. Um, I've been kind of reading it for quite a while now <laughs> since I've been preparing for the show, but it's a pretty cool book. I, I don't know. I'd highly recommend it. Thanks so much, Danielle. It's been great talking to you. I just want to thank you for your time and this work, and uh, I wish you well on the show and others. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.